0: This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. I'm your host, Lindsay Pinchuk. And for those of you who are new around here, I've been coming to you twice a week for over a year, sharing the experiences and proven strategies from some of the top female founders in the world. I myself have been building brands for nearly 25 years and have been an entrepreneur for over 13. I started my own company back in 2010 with just a $500 investment and I was pregnant. I started a company to support my community through my pregnancy. I grew that business to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I grew this business largely through partnerships with Target and Nordstrom, the Honest Company, Unilever, and hundreds of other brands. This was all before I led the company's acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited that company with one simple goal, to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurship journeys. Today, I'm a consultant and an educator doing just that, sharing my experiences and strategies to help other female founders ignite their brands for success. Dear Found Her is my twice-weekly letter to you, the incredible women in our community, in order to do just that. On Tuesdays, you hear me give it, you hear me, give an interview and have a conversation and share the stories and advice from some of the most successful female founders of our time. And on Thursdays, like today's episode, you'll hear Found Her Files, which are episodes designed to move your business forward through a specific lesson and actionable tips. Many of you have told me that you want more actionable tips and more steps that you can take on specific topics in order to succeed in areas within your business and so that's what I'm going to be delivering to you on Thursdays some weeks it'll be just me solo like today I'll share actionable steps to help you ignite your brand or build a certain part of your business and other weeks I'll bring on special guests like journalists CPAs publicists brand strategists and more who will help guide you through the lessons in their area of expertise so if you like this format and you like what you hear, please shoot me a DM or an email. I've heard from so many of you. I am so grateful. Thank you for listening and for really getting into this format that we're sharing now on Thursdays. But I do want to know. So if there is something that we can do to help you or some a big pain point that you need help solving or you would like us to consider finding a solution for, Please reach out and let me know. You can DM me or shoot me an email, lindsay lindsaypinchuck.com. And of course, if you find today's episode helpful, please consider leaving a rating or review. That's how other female entrepreneurs will help to dis- will discover Dear Founder Cut. And if you find today's episode helpful, please consider leaving a rating or review, as that is how other female entrepreneurs will discover our support and our mission here at Dear Founder. So I'm excited for today's episode because I literally changed this at the 11th hour. I had a client today and the basis of the conversation and the thought process behind what was discussed was so worthy of me sharing it with you and it was such an aha moment for both of us. You know, at the end of the call, I said to her, you can take what we discussed today And share it as content on your social media. And I said, and I will also probably take the process that we discussed today and either turn it into a podcast or also share it on social media. And honestly, the aha moment that she had as we were walking through our call today was so, it was such an aha moment for me that I just literally wanted to share it right here with you because I think that so many people can benefit from what we did today, this client and I, and apply it to your own businesses, especially so many of you who are stuck. And I get this all the time from you guys on social media and in emails and on LinkedIn, which I know is social media, but you know in DMs that you tell me you're stuck and you ask me, like how do i scale my business or how do i reach more people or how do i make more money and this was the exact conversation that we had today so i want to share it with you so let me set up the scenario for you this client came to me with the basic notion of i don't know what to do i mean she said I, you know i just i really just i don't know what to do i feel very stuck Um, She told me she had 35 plus years of experience in her field and she just didn't know how to further monetize and scale her services and I'm going to get into kind of what that scenario looked like but she was really really stuck and it was my goal to get her unstuck in less than an hour. So her current service is one that essentially offers large builders and architects to hire her and to use her during their planning and building process as a consultant. She consults with them to make spaces functional in their plans as they're building both big buildings, full homes. You know, they're, they're very large projects and she's a consultant which means she does the work, she provides the solutions, she you know she really is the one who solves the problem for them. But she's also capable of bringing her service and her process better yet to more people and to more spaces. You know, and I shared with her you can absolutely build A process that you can apply to homes and offices or rooms in homes based on what it is that she does. And I actually also, I'm going to go on a tangent right now. I used a scenario with her where I worked with an interior designer who came to me and said, I'm doing all of these big projects, they're big remodels, they're big teardowns where I'm doing the entire project from the ground up. And she said, I have a lot of clients who reach out to me that just want me to design one room for them. What can I do? And so she and I together worked through a process that she could use and a package that she could use to kind of scale down her services but still make it profitable and beneficial for her to go into a person's home and maybe cut out some of the Bells and whistles that would come along with a big process, but to create an interior design package on a smaller scale. So, no, this is a little bit of a different situation here, but, um, you know, this is something that, you know, I really wanted to dig deep with the client that I was talking to today, but I used that as an example. And I wanted to figure out with her not only could, how could she? consult with more clients, but how could she build a process that she could then use to coach other clients and maybe even eventually teach and educate even more clients? So I dug a little bit deeper with her. I asked her who her ideal customer was. We talked all about it. We talked about what their pain points were and what would they be looking for her to solve. And the funny thing is, is as we dug a little bit deeper, we realized that I am her ideal client. You know, I am a, um, I'm a mom who has lived in my space for over five years. My life has changed in terms of how I use my space, especially with my kids. And she is a functional spatial planner, essentially. And so we talked all about how things in my house just don't function for me anymore. So it was interesting that as we dug deeper, I knew exactly what she could do to help her customer because I am her customer. So I asked her, how can you take your consulting service that you use on a very large scale with a big building or a big full home construction project, and how can you build a package of something that one, you can do on a smaller scale for clients who want to hire you for their service, but just not for as big of a project. And two, how could you build a package of something that you can teach the process to clients one-on-one? And this way you can bring the price way down and essentially you spend less time teaching someone how to do your process, how to find success using your process. Does that make sense? So, Like I said a couple of minutes ago, a consultant will give you the solution. They will not just give you the process. So a consultant comes in, they use their process to do the work for you and to provide the solution for you. And so I asked her, I said, how can you take what you do as a consultant and present something to clients in a way that teaches them your process and how to achieve the end results that you do with your consulting clients? And I prompted her by further asking her, do you have a process that you use with your consulting clients? And of course she does, because all consultants have a process that they use when they're working on big projects. But I was saying to her, and I really wanted to pull it out of her, do you have a foolproof system that you use that solves the problem that your consulting clients are bringing you in to fix? And she said that she did but it wasn't written down. And I looked at her through the screen and it was as if a light bulb went off in her head. And so I shared with her that this was exactly how I launched my own service-based business. It was very, very, very similar. Like her, I started by consulting brands who hired me. And through these projects, I applied my signature process, which I now call Sweep. Once I saw a pattern in the process I was using to drive success for these consulting clients who I was doing the work for, solving the problem for, giving them the solution, I wrote the process down. And so Sweep, you've heard me talk a lot about it in the last few weeks, but Sweep is How you utilize social media, your website, emails, events, partnerships, and publicity to generate and execute cost-effective, community-centric marketing strategies. And I have an entire process for how you can use Sweep as a small business. I actually was quite lucky. I sent out an email letting people know that I was not only taking consulting clients, this was about a year and a half ago, and you know, the consulting clients were the clients where I did the work for them, but that I was also taking on coaching clients where I guided them through my process. And what ended up happening was I ended up building the process as I worked through it with a paying client, which I realized this is a unicorn situation and I feel very, very fortunate to have been able to do this. Someone saw my email, passed it to someone else and I ended up getting my first coaching client who took a chance on me. They didn't know that I didn't have my process written down at the time, um, but I wrote it down as we went and as I taught them. And once I had the process and the coaching client to prove that it worked, I began to put it out into the world that I was taking on -on one-on-one small business coaching clients to teach them my signature suite process for building and igniting their brand's awareness. And once I had enough coaching clients under my belt, I created a class where now I teach my process to 15 to 25 people at a time. And you better believe that I'm working now on how to take that class and my process to the next level so that I can scale it and teach it to even more people. So I share this with you as it is a process. And for me, it's been over 15 months. And when I got on the phone with this client today and she said to me, I'm so stuck She's, you know, I don't know what to do. I have 35 years of experience, expertise, success in this process and method that I use with these large builders and these large architects, but I want to take it further. I want to help more people. I want to present something that can really make a difference in people's lives. I said to her, you really have a few options, right? And I presented a couple of options for her and the option that she ended up choosing was the one that I knew that she was going to choose. The option that she ended up choosing was a hybrid between her consulting work and how do you take that consulting work and scale it and teach it and offer a more palatable solution so that more people can consume it. And that's where we ended up. So, you know, we, we ended up with her saying, you know, I have a lot of work to do. I have to write down my process. And she's right. So I share these two examples with you so that you can kind of get a look, take a look at and, and at how you would get a service-based business off the ground. I want to share some really concrete guiding tips with you as you think about these two examples that I just shared with you. These guiding principles are the same ones that I shared with my client today, and they're the same ones that I've applied for myself as I build my 2.0. And I shared this with you with the caveat that the process that I teach and the process that I share is sweep. It's how to market your brand and how to build your brand awareness. The process that I'm sharing with you right now is simply a process that I've worked through on my own it's a process that i've guided other business owners through it's a process that i shared with this client today who wanted to get unstuck so it's it's definitely one that comes from experience um but i am not right now teaching you my sweet process i am really wanting you to get a good look these guiding tips and principles that you can use if you are stuck right now and you want to figure out how to really grow and scale that service-based business. So the first thing that I would recommend is that you talk to people. You seek advice and not just from the people who know you best. In fact the client that I spoke to today told me she talked to two people. One of them was someone who's known her for years and she discouraged her from Scaling her business because she said you might be an expert and someone who's been doing this for 35 years, but you don't have any experience teaching. And I would definitely um, say that that is not true. And I think that if you have a process that has found success for you with clients, there is no reason why you can't teach it. And you might need a little brushing up, you might need a little um, practice, but. You have a process that works and you solve pain points for people. Other people are going to want that. She also had someone that said to her the complete opposite. She said, you are an expert. You're amazing. You should be on a stage teaching this to people and and really you know, scaling this out. And yes, maybe eventually she should get there, but there are steps that she needs to take to get there. So you know the people who know you best are either gonna tell you what you wanna hear or they're gonna discourage you. You really need to sit down and talk to an outsider to get advice on what it is that you can do to scale your business and what it is that you're good at and what it is that people really want from you. How do people perceive you? How do people look at you as an expert? What do people come to you for? What do people call you about and say, you know what, can I pick your brain? I want to know X, Y, and Z. I get those calls all the time. And it's usually about how do I grow my brand? So talk to people. That's number one. Number two, this is the key, key, key step. And this was the takeaway that my client would was ready and willing to start with today when we got off the phone. You want to sit down and write out your process. What is the process that you use with clients, consulting clients, or what is the process that you use yourself that you can ultimately teach to others to solve a pain point. When you write out the process, this will eventually be the backbone of everything that you do. And you will use this written version of your process not only to guide you in your lessons, to guide you in creating workbooks and worksheets, but you're also going to use it for future content to promote what it is that you do. Because it's so important that you have your process down and your messaging down, and that it is clear as day and concise and easy to follow because at the end of the day, you're going to be teaching it. So once you have the process in place, This is step number three. I want you to think about how you can package it. And there are a couple of ways that you can go about this. So one, you can do some research, create a survey and send it out to your ideal customer. You want to ask them questions about pricing. What would they pay for? What parts of your service or offering or solution are most important? What are things that they can do without Ask as many questions as you possibly can. You can do a survey. You can also call people on the phone and interview them. Have Zooms. Meet them for coffee. That's market research. Bobby Brown talked about this on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. Have people over. Give them some wine and some cheese, Who, depending on who your target customer is. Give them, you know, give them a snack, give them, you know, something in exchange for their information, ask them questions, talk to them, tell them about your product and service and ask for your feedback, for their feedback. You also could simply create two packages and I would really and truly not exceed two packages. This is how I've done it. But I would create two packages. I would create one that is a do it for you package that you could offer to clients. This would be priced higher, of course, because you will be consulting, you will be doing the work, but it won't be at the level of whatever your big projects are that in this case, architects and home builders were hiring this client for. And the second package will be where you coach the client along the process to solve their eventual problem. And obviously, this will be at a lower price point, but you should have, you know, teaching tools in place and aids to help the coaching process. That's kind of a whole other conversation, you know, but it is a lower pricing point because you're not spending as much time. You are not doing the work. Two packages should be enough. I I honestly think when you put too many options in front of a customer, they get confused. But you want to write out what will be included in each one and how much will the package cost. Really think about it. You want to kind of back into what that rate is. Take your ideal hourly rate and consider how long will it take you to do the job as a consultant doing these five or ten things that you have put in the package and how long will it take you to do the job coaching someone along in the process doing these five or ten things in the process. Know that some clients will be easier than others but it is much easier for a client to Process and palette a package versus an hourly rate. And, you know, like I said, sometimes you'll win and sometimes you'll lose depending on who the client is. But hopefully you will find a middle ground in your packaging and pricing where you feel satisfied each and every time. You want to know that pricing is subjective. You heard Catherine Janicek talk talk about pricing right here on Dear Found Her on Tuesday. She is a service-based business. If you have a service-based business, I would absolutely listen to that episode of Dear Found Her. You don't know how to price something until you do and until you put it out into the world. If people buy it with no questions asked, oftentimes it might be too low. If they push back and push back hard, it might be too high. Once you create demand for your service, you will eventually be able to raise your price. And it's just something you have to gauge by putting it out into the world. So once you have these two packages, number four is to test out your concept. You want to have a proof of concept and you want feedback. Find someone who you can provide your service to. Go through the entire process with them and ask them for feedback. What works? What doesn't? And if it worked, ask for a testimonial. Because that way you can share how your process worked with the client and you can share how they liked working with you. If it didn't work, make sure that you fine tune the process and try it again. I would test the concept on three to five people. This way you get great feedback, you get a variety of feedback, and hopefully some testimonials for the service you're providing. And I will tell you, it is okay to test your concept for free. This is how you build a business. This is how you make necessary changes. And I have heard it time and time again from people who have gotten businesses off the ground. And I myself provided my service for free and a very low cost in the beginning um, to a client in order to make that happen. So you wanna make sure ultimately you are doing the best job you possibly can When you are testing out your concept, because don't forget word of mouth marketing goes a long way. So if you're testing out a concept and someone's really happy with it, there's a good chance that once you put it out into the world, they're going to share it for you. Number five, while you are testing your concept, you want to start sharing on social media. You want to share your knowledge, share that area of expertise that you've been building for years. In the case of my client this morning, she has 35 years of experience. Think about how many stories she can share. Think about how much knowledge she can share on social media. You want to start building a digital footprint. And you want to do this at the same time that you're proving your concept so that when you eventually launch your product, you have a digital footprint for people to refer back to. Talk about interactions that you're having with your test clients. How are they faring? What successes are they seeing? What are their pain points? Use your real-life experience to create content about the service you're providing and the business that you're building. Now, I want to also just point out, if you are doing a proof of concept and you're testing your concept on people, no one has to know. No one has to know that you might be bartering. No one has to know that you might be providing a service for free. You are building a business, and that is up to you and you alone. You don't have to let anyone in on the logistics or that you gave away your service so that you could get a testimonial. That is for you. And and I think that's very important to share because you don't need to let people know what, what you're doing in order to build the business. And if that means getting experience by putting yourself out into the world with a client for free, then so be it. You're building your experience. You're building your resume. You're building your track record, which when people hire a service-based business, they want to see a track record. So if you don't have one, you have to create one. Number six, once you have your systems down, you want to put your service out into the world. As you know, I tell you all the time to send an email to everyone that you know and let them know what it is that, you, that you're doing. Let them know what your offer is and keep talking about your offer in emails, social media, everywhere you can. When you're on the train with people, when you're at parties, let people know what it is that you do. If you don't, no one is going to hire you. And I say this, I want to share also, like I have started sending out really short messages to my first-degree LinkedIn contacts, letting them know that I go into companies all across the country, providing talks and workshops, using my suite method, and teaching their marketing departments how to use my suite method to build community. And I will tell you that in the last week and a half since I started doing this, I have set up more calls with interested parties who want to buy my service than ever before, You have to put yourself out into the world. And at the point of you starting to do that, you should have a few months of social media on your social accounts, under your belt. So there should be enough of a footprint that you're not starting from scratch. Use your network to try to get new clients. If your test clients were a success, naturally they will probably share you with others that they know who might need your service. You can also give them a gentle push in that direction. Number seven, whatever you do, don't be pushy. I said gentle push. When people say no, move on. Forget it. It takes a lot of no's sometimes, but eventually you will get that one yes and you will get that paying yes. I can promise you that, especially if you have a service that you're providing that you've done all of these steps leading up to it. You've done the research, you've asked your, your target customer, you've tested your proof of concept. It is natural that you will get some no's, but you will get that yes. And number eight, once you have a couple of dozen clients or so under your belt, you can start to think about scaling your process even further. And this is the phase that I'm in right now. Think about, can you ultimately create a workshop or a course sharing your process to solve a particular pain point? Ultimately, this could be a place that you get to to make recurring revenue off the process you built back in step one, right? Like we talked about writing down that process. You built a process from the services that you provide and ultimately you can put it out there in a way that will generate recurring revenue, especially if people are finding success from it. I want you to know that this isn't an overnight action plan. It's one that takes time, Thought, preparation. But so many of you come to me and ask, Where do I start? And really and truly, these are eight steps that I have myself used not once but twice. And I would consider you using to get your service based brand off the ground effectively. And truthfully, you can use a lot of these steps for a product based business as well. Very similar to a service based business. You're going to want to test your concept. You're going to want to sorry, you're going to want to write your process. You're going to want to test your concept. You're going to want to do research. These are all things that you do when you start a business. I've just outlined them for you today because I applied it to a service-based business earlier this morning and I felt that her aha was such that more people should benefit from the knowledge that I shared with her. When I hung up with my client today after just an hour, She had her marching orders, many of which are outlined right here. She was unstuck and she said to me, now I can get to work. I just have to start by writing my process. And honestly, that was the goal of the call. And in getting off the phone with her, I felt successful that there would be another call on the calendar soon. Once she has that process, I'm sure we'll reconnect as to how to continue to put it out into the world. I want to thank you so much for listening and thank you for being here. I hope that you found this episode of Dear Found Her helpful as you consider your own business. I'd love to know what you think. Please feel free to DM me or email me with your feedback and let me know if this helped you in your own process. Stay tuned for another episode of Dear Found Her coming your way every Tuesday and Thursday.